0: surely this was the first and only time lord constantine alexander would ever approach another man and utter the words pardon me sir but i believe you have my baby activities at the closest gaming table ceased patrons leaned forward in anticipation of witnessing a scene that would no doubt be fodder for the better part of the night if not the week Con had no idea how Captain Nicholas Finn would reply to his claim, or if the larger, more seasoned man would even use words. An accusation like the one Con had made could end in fisticuffs, or a call for his second. Con would really rather not be shot tonight. Captain Finn's mouth slowly snapped shut. His brown eyes narrowed. Otherwise he maintained control. Who the hell are you? Lord Constantine Alexander, at your service. Con tightened his grimace into a proper smirk. A man who just claimed to have impregnated another man's mistress would smirk, wouldn't he? Otherwise, if he were not a cocky cad intent on embarrassing his opponent, he would have done it all in private. Well, do you or don't you have my son? Con demanded. Finn didn't respond. Con was careful not to twitch his fingertips against his leg. He must look sure. He couldn't afford to fail his mission, and that meant the captain couldn't have any reason to doubt his claim. Con did his best to look arrogant. By my counting, you do. Finn thumped his empty tumbler onto the gaming table. Then he rose to his feet. Even standing, he had to tilt his head back to glare up at Con. I don't need to count backward to know my own son, Finn growled, stepping closer. Measure twice, cut once, or so my tailor always says. Con chuckled into the man's face, though he didn't feel like smiling, far from it. But appearances had to be maintained. He wouldn't see a shilling until the baby in question was returned to its mother. That was the first stipulation of his bounty. Then the £10,000 he'd receive after the child's successful recovery would stop the moneylenders in their tracks. He needed this to work. It all added up to his freedom. Each reassuring zero guaranteed he wouldn't have to spend another night in King's Bench, the debtor's prison that all but had his name etched into a cell wall. If he failed at this, there'd be no second chance for him. He grinned again as if the rest of his life didn't hinge on the next few moments. "'I believe this has been a misunderstanding from the start,' he explained, loudly enough for everyone to hear. "'Please, allow me to set the events in question straight, so there can be no doubt.' "'He must leave Finn with no recourse. That was the second stipulation.' The men in this room must be tantalized enough to spread word of this debacle across every club in London, leaving Finn no possibility of reneging. It was up to Con to make this confrontation between them as salacious and believable as possible. Four months ago, he said, his voice booming in the silent room. You were summoned to a tiny hamlet in Devon by the notorious courtesan Elizabeth Spencer, who had been your mistress for the majority of three years. You were presented with an infant you were told had sprung from your loins. Do I have the right of it so far? Finn didn't spare a glance for the onlookers watching with unabashed interest. He didn't stop to suggest that he and Con should retreat out of earshot. Instead... His eyes bored into Con's with an intensity that made it hard not to squirm, as if he cared with every iota of feeling in him about what Con was saying, as if his whole life hung in the balance. Con felt the first twinge of guilt. Well, he continued, when Finn's only reply was a deepening of that discomforting stare. Why did you think she was in Devon? It wasn't to see her family. They live in Shropshire. And besides, I hear they aren't on speaking. What are you trying to say? Finn bellowed. Con really, really didn't want to be shot tonight. But if he had to choose between a bullet and the jail, a very real choice he might be making in the morning, the bullet won.